At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Denver City Cast with Holden Kushner. Presented by Bet Rivers. It's the Friday edition of the Denver City Cast. Presented by Bet Rivers. What's going on? It's Holden with Vison hanging out with you today. Got a lot going on. I want to go through the NFL regular season team record specials. The Bills are the favorite to have the most regular season wins. Get into my favorite bets from there. We'll talk about the Broncos in that bet, too. Also, some Avs news. Bye-bye, Darcy Kemper. And uh, the Rockies last night. We hit another bet for the Rockies. Hit the Rockies' money line. But let's get right into this. Come on now. Regular season team record specials on Bet Rivers. I don't see this anywhere else, too. It's a really cool prop. Uh, the Bills are the favorite. To have the most regular season team wins at plus 500, Bucks plus 550, Packers 700, Rams plus 900, Cowboys plus 1400, and the Ravens are plus 1800. Looking at the Broncos, they're at plus 1600. So teams just in front of them at 14 to 1, Cowboys, Niners, and teams just behind them, Ravens at plus 1800, Colts and Bengals as well. So let's try and look for a winner or two here. Well, there's only going to be one winner in all likelihood. I mean, we might have two bets and the two teams combined for the most wins, and that would be totally awesome, but uh, we'll try and find the winner. I'm going to start with the Broncos, though, and this goes for the whole AFC West. These these teams are going to beat the hell out of each other. You know, I, I do think the Broncos, what is it, six-season losing streak now? to the Chiefs is going to come to an end. But you think they're going to sweep them? Chargers, tough team. Raiders will be a tough out, too. I don't think the Raiders are a playoff team, but they're a tough out. 
you know, those two, those, those four teams are going to beat the hell out of each other. So I see the Chiefs at plus 900. I'm not backing them. I'm not backing them. So let's start with the Bills, plus 500. And what I need to do when I'm telling you about betting futures, if I'm picking two teams, sure, I'll take a plus 500 and then I'll take a long shot. If you're betting three or more teams, and in some cases I do that, I don't think you can really hit the Bills at plus 500. Uh, you miss all three of them, you obviously lose, but you do get a small profit at plus 500. It's not like we're sitting here at plus 200, plus 300. Like we did yesterday for the worst record, it was what? Um, plus 300 and plus 400. So I guess you could get away with it. It's not going to be my style um, going with more than two bets, though. So if I have three bets, I will not put a bet on the Bills or the Bucks because it's 500 and 550. If I have two bets, then I will end up betting uh, one of those two teams. So the Bills are the favorite, plus 500. They should be. Uh, they were 11-6 and six last year. This is a team with an MVP frontrunner in Josh Allen. He's got Stephon Diggs. He's got Jamison Crowder came to town. I believe that Gabriel Davis is going to really take a nice little step coming up this season and break out. Devin Singletary showed signs of life with a strong finish the last season. Um, they brought James Cook in there. And defensively, I like what they did here. Vaughn Miller, Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson, Daquan Jones, Tim Settle. All these guys brought in to stop Patrick Mahomes, to stop Justin Herbert, to stop anybody else that could throw the football well. So they really beefed up that pass rush. More size, more speed, more aggressiveness, more experience. And they still need to pick up uh, who's going to be that second cornerback spot outside of Tredavious White. But we'll see. Uh, I think that defense has really been improved big time. And I think they have more wins than 11 also. Now, why is it not going to happen? I guess the schedule, Patriots, Dolphins are improved in the division. The Bills have to face the Rams, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Packers in non-division games. So right there, that's what? One, two, three, four, plus another Patriots, Dolphins. There's going to be another four. I mean, that's eight games right there. Drag out fights. Um, this team, though, it's loaded top to bottom. Great coaching staff, great QB. And two years ago, they were 13-3, and three, tied for the best record in the league. So plus 500 to me is in play. Plus 500 is in play, but I didn't hit it. The AFC is just a murderer's row. Uh, I'd like to take a team from this conference at better odds or a team from the NFC. And that would lead me to the number two team, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 550. Now, I looked at the look-ahead lines every single week. Who's favored? And 15 of the 17 games, the Bucs are favored. They're not a dog in any of those games. They got to pick them with the Niners, and there's no line out on the Browns game. Last year, they had the best record in the league, 13-4. and four. Shocker. Shocker. Tom Brady, best record. And it starts with Tom Brady. He hasn't slowed down. As of now, he doesn't have Gronk and Godwin is out for the season, so that's a concern. But given his history, it's tough, not to, it's tough to bet against him or this offense. They scored 30 points per game last season, second only to Dallas. On defense, Tampa Lett and Dominican Sue go away. They brought in Akeem Hicks. I like that move. He was great with the Bears. I love their secondary. Carlton Davis the third, total stud. Fifth season now, one of the best corners in the game. Jamel Dean has a um, pretty good outside coverage grade of PFF at 87.8. Why is it not going to happen? Tom Brady finally looks old. Uh, Gronk doesn't come back. 
I think Gronk comes back, though. And this is the safest bet you can make, in my estimation, at plus 550. And I'm only betting two teams as of right now. This is the safest bet. This is the bet that is in at plus 550. Next team I want to get to for best record in the National Football League. How about the LA Rams, plus 900? LA went 12-5 and last season en route to winning the Super Bowl. We know that, right? Matt Stafford struggled with turnovers. People forget that, though. He had a lot of interceptions, bad interceptions. But he was better in the playoffs. His connection with Cooper Cup is more than special. We're going to see if Allen Robinson fits as well as Robert Woods did. I, I think so. I think Robinson's career really gets resuscitated here with McVay and Stafford. Um, they also prove they can win with a running game that has Daryl Henderson Jr. If Cam Akers is not ready to come back. And, you know, he came back too soon, in my estimation, from the Achilles. Had one great game and then... As the playoffs and the season went on, it just the, the production dropped off. Defensively, they did lose Von Miller, but they signed Bobby Wagner. They've got the best defensive player in the game and Aaron Donald. Uh, they just need second-year pro Robert Rochelle to step up and be Robin to Jalen Ramsey's Batman. They're well-coached, possibly the most talented team in the NFL. Why it won't happen? A Super Bowl hangover, I suppose. Last time the Rams made a deep run, they followed it up, winning just nine games. But Jared Goff was their quarterback then. That they play in the uh, NFC West. So that's a tough one. The NFC West, but they've got Buffalo, Green Bay, Tampa Bay on the schedule. I wouldn't blame you if you took the Rams at 9-1. to one. I'm having a hard time thinking that they're just going to bounce back. You don't see that very often in the NFL. You know, back-to-back -back monster seasons. You just don't. Uh, the Chiefs did it a few times. We've seen it with the Chiefs. The Bucks. You know, we've done it a few times with Tom Brady and the Packers. Outside of that, you don't see it. Let's get to uh, another team here. I'm going to pass on the Cowboys at plus 1,400. I'll tell you why. Can they repeat a 12-5 and record? Yeah. Can they take it to 13-4? and Maybe. Dallas routinely gets bounced from the playoffs. They did have a very good regular season. Very good, 12-5. and Now, the schedule isn't really as daunting as others either. They get to play the NFC East teams, the NFC North, uh, we like that outside of the Packers. They get to play the Bears. Yeah, the Lions. And they also get to play the Texans and Jaguars. Now, Dak Prescott's coming off a season where he threw 37 touchdown passes. He looked really good for a lot of the season. His receiving core is going to be a lot different, though. Mari Cooper's gone. He's in Cleveland. Michael Gallup's coming off an ACL. So we're going to find out if C.D. Lamb can take the number one wide receiver job. They can run the ball. But their offensive line crumbled late last season. And I think that over that's just an overrated position, their offensive line. I truly believe that. Um, they don't have a standout on the defensive line. Micah Parsons, obviously leading an elite linebacker unit. Secondary is capable. Why they won't win, Philly might be better than them in their own division. Okay? And the Cowboys do what they do. They let you down. I'm not trusting them. I'm, not, I'm definitely not trusting the Cowboys with expectations. But I am going to give you another winner here, or at least one that I think is going to be a winner. And that would be the Baltimore Ravens at plus 1800 So this is my long shot. We hit this $100 bet, you get $1,800 back. Actually, you'll get $1,900 back because they'll give you your $100 back too. Lamar Jackson. Now, he was injured last year. The Ravens slipped to 8-9. and nine. They led the NFL in wins with 14-2 record just two seasons ago, though. Lamar's banged up last year. The schedule, now this is kind of tough, Bills, Bucks, and Patriots, but they also get to balance that out with the Jaguars, Falcons, Giants, and Jets. I think Jackson returns to MVP form. 
He was a legit contender for MVP before an injury forced him to miss almost six full games last season. This dude's a stud. I know oh, he's only a runner. Uh, he can pass too, and he has beefed up. He looks a lot bigger. He's going to be taking that pounding. Ran for over 700 yards last year, missing almost six games. He'll run for over 1,000 this year. He stays healthy. And that running game's elite because it opens everything up for the ultra-talented J.K. Dobbins to return after missing all of last season. Now, the passing game is definitely a question. Hollywood Brown is gone, so Mark Andrews will have to stay one of the most consistent and best tight ends in the league. And Rashad Bateman has to step up to take the next step. I am concerned about this unit, but this is a team that is built around the run. Now, defensively, I think the secondary will continue to be the strength of the unit. Marcus Williams comes over. They drafted safety Kyle Hamilton in the first round. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, they're as good as it gets. They're coming off injury-riddled seasons. They'll come back. And this was a defense that was 22nd in sacks last season. So that has to improve. But again, I go back that was so much about the injuries. I'm a big fan of their head coach, John Harbaugh. Why they won't win? Injuries. Again, Marcus Peters, Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Marlon Humphrey. I can go on. Derek Wolf. Uh, so many lost to season-ending injuries last year. They led the league in injuries by a mile. Ultimately, I love the upside and the talent on this team. I'm going to take a flyer at plus 1,800. So best bets here, Bucks at plus 550. Ravens at plus 1,800. And I'm also contemplating a play on the Rams. I don't think I'm going to hit it, though. A couple of glaring omissions. You go, where are the Packers, man? 13 wins each of the last two seasons. I love Aaron Rodgers. That offense is not going to be as dangerous without Devontae Adams. They do have an elite defense. They'll keep them in the mix for the best record. They'll run the ball a whole bunch. They're in the NFC. I just don't see them getting back to 14 wins. You know, 13 and 4, could that win it for you? Maybe... But at plus 700, eh, I'm going to pass. And no AFC West teams. Like I said, no Chiefs, no Chargers. They just beat the living hell out of each other. All right, we'll move on here. That was number one on the front range four, by the way. The four biggest stories on the front range. Nate Crackman's going to join me in just a little bit, too. We'll go over a whole bunch of stuff going on with the Avalanche and the Nuggets and the Rockies and the Broncos. Let's get to number two, though. Here's the Avs. Yeehaw! Goodbye, Darcy Kemper. Hello, Alexander Georgiev, who comes over to the Avs after serving as the Rangers backup goalie, and he's costing about half of what Kemper would have cost. Uh, Kemper was, he was okay, all right? He was very good, in the, very good during the regular season, but a 9.02 save percentage, mediocre in the playoffs, but he did have that big, uh, the big game clincher there, so uh, they'll miss his presence. They'll get over it, though. His 902 postseason save percentage, by the way, the lowest by a cup-winning goalie since 1988. Uh, Pavel Francouz is going to return. He performed well over seven playoff appearances, six starts, 6-0 and with a 906 save percentage. I think they'll be fine at goal, and they showed us last year that they could win with an average goalie. We'll find out if Georgiev, who's 26 years old, is more than average in a couple of months. Sakic says Georgiev is going to be the starter. And the other thing that's going on personnel-wise is Kadri. Uh, Kadri is likely the next free agent to bolt. Still up in the air as to whether Nachushkin returns. If I had a choice between Nachushkin and Kadri, as much as I love Kadri and guys that get under other dudes' skin, and he's very talented, Nachushkin is the better fit here. Uh, one more note with the Avs. Joe Sakic. Joe Sakic. Named General Manager of the Year. NHL General Manager of the Year. Why not? 
56, 19, and 7, 119 points. Stanley Cup champions. Probably the best team in the history of the Avalanche. I think better than those other teams, even though Patrick Waugh was on those other teams. But Sackick, Forsberg, Waugh. I mean, maybe we'll be talking, we'll probably be talking about uh, McKinnon, McCarr, in the same light going forward. Remember back in 2016-17? Colorado had 48 points, worse than the NHL, one of the worst teams ever. Well, they signed, they, they drafted McCarr. They drafted Bowen Byram. They traded for Burakovsky and Cogliano and Helm last year. Kadri, Kemper, Nichuchkin, Manson, Darren Helm, Sam Gerrard. Might have already mentioned them, but boy, he's just done a great job with this roster. They went from worst to first. It took them a little while, but they got the job done. That's the Avs, and that's number two on the front range four, the four biggest stories in sports on the front range. Let's go to baseball. It was hosted on the mothership yesterday, VEASAN, and what did I do? I took the Rockies on the money line on the road, and they did it. Randall Gritchick with the go-ahead double. Jose Iglesias, aggressive on the play, he scored. And at 36 and 47, Rockies are just one game behind Arizona for fourth place in the NL West. Now, the Rockies are also one of six teams of baseball that Fangraphs gives 0% chance to make the playoffs. Royals, A's, Nationals, Pirates, Reds, Rockies. Why aren't the Diamondbacks in the mix there? The Diamondbacks are every bit as bad as the Rockies. Come on, Fangraphs, get it together. I love Fangraphs, though. Yeah, the Royal, all those other teams are horrible, too. Uh, tonight, we've got another game in Arizona. Chad Cool, 5-5, five 3-8-3 five, three three ERA. Going up against Zach Gallon of the Diamondbacks, one of the better young pitchers in the game, 4-2 and two and a 3-4-0. Now, last week at Coors Field, the Diamondbacks ripped Cool for five innings, or five runs in five innings. Gallon gave up three runs over six innings last weekend. But that, again, here at Coors, and C.J. Crone blasted uh, two three-run homers. And that 6-5 come from behind injury, uh, went victory. We might want to back C.J. Crone here, too. But um, I'm not going to bother on the road. Cool has a 3.83 ERA, a 4.03 fifth. So he's an average pitcher. And he's been much better at home than on the road. 3.27 ERA at home, 4.39 on the road. So we talk about reverse splits. Like reverse course field splits is what we have with Chad Cool. Uh, last night, the Rockies got to Dallas Keuchel for two runs in the first. But then the offense stalled. I'm telling you, he's one of the worst pitchers in baseball. He got off to a slow start, and then he settled down. And it was a little disappointing that the Rockies didn't get more. But again, this is a team that stinks hitting on the road. They can't hit well on the road. Versus right-hand pitchers away from cores. Away from cores. The Rockies are 29th in OPS, 30th in ISO, which is isolated power. And uh, 29th in runs per game on the road, 2.97. They were at 3.03 a few days ago. They're down to 2.97 now. Here's my play. Uh, I, I think Cool is good, but not as good as Gallon. Not on the road. Before yesterday, Arizona's offense had been hot. I think they get to Cool for a couple runs here early. And I'm going to take the Diamondbacks first five innings at uh, it'll be the run line minus a half a run at minus 120. So Diamondbacks first five minus a half a run minus 120. So they'll win the first five outright. I'd also take the Rockies under three and a half runs at plus money, but that Arizona bullpen so bad that I got to stay away from one of my favorite bets of the season. You know, my favorite bet is 
They go on the road. We bet them under, especially when there are three and a half runs. Can't do it tonight. Can't do it tonight. That, uh, that bullpen for Arizona is just absolutely brutal. And the Rockies bullpen was good last night. So way to go, guys. Estevez almost gave me a heart attack, but he got through it. All right, number four on the front range four, four biggest sports stories on the front range. Let's talk some nuggets. And they've got the summer league going on. We've talked all about Jamal Murray. Well, Vladko Konkar, three-year extension. Last year, he had a fra fractured right foot. You remember that back in January? He was okay off the bench, though. He was playing good basketball. Um, he, he only had four points and two rebounds. I get it. But he was playing a nice role deeper off the bench. He had surgery. He came back for the last regular season game in April. He could be a rotation player, like a back-end rotation player, and especially when there's an injury that comes up. So it's been a, it's been a good offseason here, in my estimation, for the Nuggets. A lot of people, oh, no, 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 they lost Connolly. I think that's fine. I think Calvin Booth's done a wonderful job between KCP and Brown coming over. You know, dealing Will Barton was not easy because there's a big attachment to him here, but he knew that was the best thing. It was not easy trading Morris, but he knew it was the best thing. KCP, Brown, you bring back Kankar. You got a new general manager. Yeah, I'm down with this. I like the direction this uh, team is going. It looks like there's no <laughs> there's no definitive answer. It does look like Jamal Murray will be ready to start at the beginning of next season. I don't know what's going on with the MPJ, but I'll just say this. As far as Murray goes, at, at this point, isn't it all mental? It's got to be mental. It, nothing else makes sense at this point because physically he looked great. Everybody was talking about how great he was. But he just never got on the court. It was rough stuff. No question. Rough stuff. Okay. Uh, also want to remind everybody, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook inviting you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same-game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect Bet Rivers combo. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. Make your baseball and game same game parlays today. And you have to be in Colorado. You have to be 21 years old. And if you have a gambling problem, please, please call 1 800 522 4700 and get some help. We'll return with my main man, Nate Kreckman from Kreckman and Lindahl on Altitude 92.5. He joins me next on the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Must be 21. Must be located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The aforementioned Nate Kreckman joining me here on the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. Hello, Mr. Kreckman. Lots to talk about here in July. Everything's supposed to be dead, but we got to talk about popping pimples and goaltenders and all sorts of stuff. What's happening, man? What is your uh, what is your policy on popping other people's pimples? 
It's disgusting. I don't care how much I am in love with someone, I won't do it. <laughs> Plus, I feel like, well, Russell Wilson's tough, right? Because he plays in the NFL, but Sierra was doing that. Yeah. Like, it can't be comfortable. Like, why would you do that anyways? Well, why don't you just do it yourself? So that's that, that was my thought on it. Like, you know, occasionally you can get a blemish on the, like, on the, on the back, on the shoulder, something you can't reach or see or whatever. And so you might ask a loved one. In my case, I asked my wife, and she says, you're disgusting, leave me alone. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but but in the case of, like, Russ, it was on his face, which now I'm just like, oh, this is just, like, a thing you guys do. Which is, again, I'm not here to shame anybody. And quite frankly, I uh, think the paparazzi should probably leave them alone on that. Uh, but it's still uh, interesting behavior to see. Could not disagree with you more. Uh, it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. And I don't know why someone would do that. You know, it's right up there with wiping someone's ass. You know, you don't want to do it and there's no reason to do it. So I don't really understand. I do it for my children. Right. For my children. Right. But not your loved one. Like there's just no reason to go there. I will say this though. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, there was the, the GQ articles coming out now. So he's been in what London, Italy, Morocco. He's he's been jet setting. It's wonderful. Is where he was uh, getting his zits. Oh yeah. I can't wait for him to have a bad game in game one, and then everyone blame it on his celebrity. I'm telling you, it's happening, man. This is it's gotten out of hand. Like I'm maybe you're not hearing it, but oh, Russell Wilson, all he wants to do is go out and take pictures and be with his wife. I'm like, the dude's on vacation, okay? Relax. He travels with a helmet and a quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say, not only, not only that, he was on vacation and he was playing, uh, he, he had somebody running routes for him like at, in Monaco in the French Riviera in front of the seaside cliffs, and he was wearing shoulder pads and a helmet. My critique of him wasn't that he was, you know, leaning into his celebrity, it was, you're on vacation, you weirdo. You don't need to take shoulder pads. But, like, for Russ, that's the brand. Like, he's got to get that picture. He's got to get it on the internet. He does it all for the gram. He needs everyone to know that, like, he's the hardest-working guy, right? Yeah, but he's going on vacation. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be great. We're going to hear all these jabronis just complaining about it. So, um, I wanted to bring that up and just get you prepared. That's basically all I wanted for to do. For zip-popping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for zip-popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nuggets, Summer League. I'm not interested in betting the Summer League. Apparently, everyone does bet the Summer League. It is kind of fun. Uh, not... I've, uh, is it? I've, I've had a good time wagering on the Summer League. I got to uh, I got to go 2-0 on OKC, and then um, I, I faded them last night with Chet out of the lineup. They somehow covered the two. They only lost by really? one, did OKC. I took a bad beat on that one last night. Uh, but I was talking to our buddy Mitch Moss uh, from VSIN yesterday, and you know, Mitch just said he, he gave me some great tips on betting summer league and um, how to how to really try and find some advantages in there. And I am share them with me. Interested. Let's let's get a tutorial. Okay, so so basically, Mitch's biggest thing is if you want to bet summer league, you need to follow every single local beat writer on Twitter. Okay, and. What you want to do is mine those accounts for any lineup-related news that is going to come out because the edges in Summer League often exist in who's playing. And you'll see a lot of times, especially early on in Summer League, uh, you know, uh, Jabari and Paolo played last night, um, but a game or two from now, they may not be on the court. So you want to keep close attention to 
get get an eye from the coach. What are they saying? Who's going to be on the floor? And then sort of bet accordingly based on lineups. I, that's pretty simple because that's exactly what I use for betting the NFL preseason. Yeah. Who's playing and who's not. Yeah. You know, it's it's the I like it. I, I play a lot of daily fantasy mm-hmm. and I'm up to lock all the time. If you're playing that, you got to watch the news. And then if you're betting NBA, so basically watch the news and win money. Yeah. Yeah. Pay, what a pay, great strategy. Pay attention. Exactly. Which is what any good gambler should be. But it is, uh, it's in, in this instance, the news isn't as necessarily as blasted out there of, of who is in and who is out on a given night. So yeah, to your point, Sort of like NFL preseason, it's it's the same thing you're looking for. The other big one on NFL preseason is is look at coaches' previous preseason records because some coaches care about winning preseason games and others don't give Good a crap one. at all. Don't all these summer league coaches want to win, though, because they're trying to get better jobs? Generally. 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 Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I don't know any of these, who these guys are. It was nice to see Jamal Murray running around and playing defense. Um how sold are you that he's going to be ready for the season, like mentally? Mentally? Oh, yeah, I think he'll be good to go. Uh, Jamal Murray's a, a basketball robot. Um, he 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 really like only lives and breathes the sport. He's he's a he's a nice guy, um, but he's one of those people where um, I've and and because I work for KSC, like I've been um, like at, at some social events. Um, where I've tried to like carry on a discussion with him and he only cares about basketball and like doesn't really know uh, how to communicate with people that don't understand basketball at his level. Um, so huh. he's he's a basketball robot and, and he's a workout fiend. He's nuts about it. Um, and, and he's, you know, he's got a great history with his dad and everything else like that is, you know, growing up in Ontario and his dad would, uh, make him do wall sits and then put like a, like a cup of piping hot tea on his, set it on his knee. And so Jamal couldn't move. Otherwise he was going to get scalded. And that was how he would do his strengthening exercise. Sounds awful. It sounds extreme to all of us, but that's what he comes from. I think he's going to be locked in and ready to go. Yeah. Okay. What about MPJ then? His brother says he's looking good. You know my thoughts. Yeah. And if you don't, I'll remind you. I just I don't think he's playing more than like thirty games going to the season thinking that. I don't know. That's my answer on MPJ. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, if he's healthy, they're a contender. If he's not, then they can win a playoff series or two. A play again, a playoff series or two. Mm-hmm. I just I love what Booth's done though, man. I think he's done every bit the job that uh, Connolly has done. That's that's really I like all Bruce, I can yeah, say. It's yeah, uh, you know, Bruce Brown was a really good acquisition. I like the KCP mm-hmm. trade. Like you, you filled in blanks for what you needed. I like the drafting of Christian Brown. Um, Ish Smith is a good veteran point guard. The DeAndre Jordan move. Uh, would rather launch into the sun but whatever that that was what you did for your backup center nobody bats a thousand i've generally liked um what he's done with roster construction and let's not forget um in in a world where Jokic and murray and porter and aaron gordon are all on the floor at the same time the nuggets are really freaking good i agree and i I just love the moves because aaron gordon can go back to doing what he does he doesn't have to 
guard yeah. any guards anymore. Yeah, which is what he should be able to do. The other thing that he does, I don't know if you've been following Aaron Gordon, uh, but he is uh, he's selling cologne these days what? And, and making very sexy commercials. No, I got to no, hold on a second. Please give me the information. This is why I have you on. I need to know about this. Okay. What's the name? Is the name of the cologne? Um, okay, so the uh, the cologne itself is called G95 Lust for Love. Um, oh, is uh, is what it's called. Now they've they've made a commercial. Um, it's like a it's like a one minute commercial, and it is it is Aaron Gordon, and he is up first thing in the morning, and he's uh, they, again clearly like off the coast of France. Um, He's he's having a croissant in a in a cafe. Really? He's he's writing a, a letter to the previous evening's tryst and okay. and letting her know, you know, he's I would imagine he's bailing. Um but and then but then they keep flashing back to Aaron Gordon and what is and, and the lady, which it's got some it, I'll be honest, it's got some serious like skinamax vibes, man. It's very soft core. Um, soft lighting, all those kind of things, and then eventually he's on a boat, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, Cologne." I thought you were gonna stop after he woke up in the morning. It was to be called Morning Breath or something like that, you know, just some really delicious smelling cologne. But you're not. He goes on a boat and he smells better. The, 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 what they're trying to let the audience know is it's postcoital. Okay, that's, that's oh god, no, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you smell like the effervescence of right. the post yeah. post coitus, or is it? Um, what does he think it smells like? One hundred fifty dollar uh, <laughs> bottles, one hundred fifty bucks for a bottle of of G ninety five Lux for Love. If I'm gonna buy something for one hundred fifty, I better be able to drink it. <laughs> I mean, okay, <laughs> so. It's. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure not you that. would be buzzed if you drank it. I wouldn't recommend yeah. it, but you yeah. could. Yeah. Next time I get COVID, I'll do it. <laughs> right. um, I. I'd really like to move on because I want to take this. I want to go down a rabbit hole, and I don't need to go down a rabbit <laughs> hole. Plus, you know, you don't want to be on for an hour right. with me. Google you just, it. It's you'll. You, you I, need to see the G95. G95. Aaron Gordon. G95. Mm -hmm. Aaron Gordon. Okay. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, there it is. Uh, cologne. Wow. Yeah, I'm definitely not spending the, uh, money on this. The first comment on the Reddit thread about it yeah? is, damn, bro, Aaron Gordon out here trying to get a brother laid. I've never been more convinced <laughs> to buy cologne. <laughs> I'm seeing this. He's on a yacht yeah. with this girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good for him. It's It's very sensual. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, I don't. That's that's one word. You know, like I, I I can't exactly envision like Kevin Garnett or Draymond Green doing this. You, you know? imagine Jokic like, clone? Yeah, I, I can't imagine like Charles Oakley back in the day making one of these commercials. <laughs> They're just, you know, it's a different era of power forwards. Okay. Jokic, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scent of Jokic. When they call it, that like, just him and yeah. a horse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just him and pony smells. <laughs> This is what I smell like when I get off the horse. <laughs> oh, Sine. Yeah, I miss doing funny bits with horse you. Horse um, <laughs> Okay. Conchar. Vladko Conchar. <laughs> smell like me. 
four ninety nine a bottle. Oh, Dave Latko. Oh, <laughs> Again, it's very sensual. Uh, mm. Well, let's move on then. Uh, we'll go. Yes. We'll, we'll go on to the uh, the avalanche here. Yeah. Are you still getting any? Is there any buzz around town anymore? Or is it kind of? Are, are we done? I think there's, there's I, still buzz, man. Like good. yesterday. Big goaltending news. Darcy Kemper's not going to be back. They Bummer. swing a trade to bring in Alexander Georgiev of the uh, of the New York Rangers, who's now he and Frankie are going to be the the pairing. And I got to say, man, like the, the 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 feedback, the passion we got on the show, uh, yeah. both discussing the departure of Darcy and the acquisition of this guy, like we got quite a bit. People were people were into it, man. I mean. That is amazing mm -hmm. how a championship can turn an afterthought into a big topic. Oh, big time. And people actually, can you tell the people that kind of hopped on the bandwagon? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. So they're, just the people that hopped on the bandwagon are calling you guys. Oh, it, it's people. Oh, are in, like, and, and this is, you know what, man? Like that, and that's great. If, if a championship created a bunch of new Avalanche fans, mm -hmm. that's Good. awesome, man. Like that, that is fantastic. You know, they're, there could have been people that never gave a rip about sports in Denver. And then the Broncos won a couple of Super Bowls in 97 and 98. And boom, you think about it like those people have been Broncos fans for 25 years now and are passionate. So, yeah, like I, people are, are talking about a hockey team um, that, that otherwise previously would have considered themselves casual or not fans at all. And, and that, that you're right about that. That's the power of a championship. That's the power of uh, of, of the, the storylines and the drama and the narratives. And the, the parade was just hilarious. That whole thing was a friggin' riot. Um, and and I, I think it shows that this team broke through and created a connection with the city, which is awesome. It, it really is. I wonder if how much it got a boost from the first time around. Like, how many did those first two championships groom the first well, wave of abs fans yeah and now like, their kids are showing up well it's it's a team moves to town and wins a championship in the first year like it is yeah it is every relocation uh situation's ultimate success story and the avalanche did that plus god man like that team sackick and and they acquire patrick Waugh and peter forsberg and adam foot it just friggin stars stars man hall yeah. of famers all over the place and this avalanche team right now like nathan mckinnon uh and kale mccarr are both going to be hall of famers someday you know gabe landeskog's going to get his number retired that'll be in the rafters one day miko rantanen is in that conversation like these guys are now legends forever and and fans have that connection to them so yeah we've we've seen it man and like i i'm just Great. i'm really making a point of it every afternoon to to still talk about it, to talk about either the memories of the the season and the and the playoff run, um, spinning it forward and thinking about what year, what next year is going to be, because that's the other thing about this, Holden. Like, this is no fluky Stanley Cup. This isn't the Blues from a couple of years ago. Like, these guys can win another another one of these, maybe two more of these. They are that good. It's really hard to do, but they can still win more championships. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. This is, and Sackick was the GM of the year on top of it. Good. I mean, they were the worst team, what, six, seven years ago? Yeah. And he built this. So they're, he's just a flat-out winner. So they're built up top. 
They're set. Yep. Their owner has, you know, two championships now out of his three teams. Mm-hmm. He's got the soccer team. I don't care about that, though. And then, you know, it just falls into place. So good things for the Avalanche here. Um, and then the Rockies. Yeah, we got to get to them, too. I've, I, yeah. I've actually done a very nice job of betting the Rockies this year. Things are starting to, to look up here. I've got the uh, Diamondbacks tonight. First five. So we'll go with the Diamondbacks tonight in the first five. Um, it's going to be the run line, minus 120. Chad Cool is just not good on the road. Uh, Gallon's really good. He's going to the mound tonight. Rockies can't hit on the road. The fact they only scored two runs off of Keuchel, maybe they got three last night was ridiculous. But, uh, hey, at least they're on the pace to go with the over 67.5 wins. You liked that at the beginning of the year. I did, so. yeah. I, I think that they should be able to do that. I think they're pretty much right at their Zips projection. I think it was like 70 and 92, and they're they're pretty yep. much right there. Um, don't don't overlook Chris Bryant hit a home run this week. Hey. We we had a big over-the-top radio party for it. We, you know, did you? Uh, sounders and horns blaring and celebrate good times. $182 million, and the guy is on pace to hit, like, three home runs this year. So that is that that is super. Uh, I think C.J. Crone's going to be an all-star. Uh, Daniel Bard, who we're supposed to talk to today on our show, has got an outside shot at an all-star berth. Yeah, the you know, the, the Rockies are bad, and they, there's not a particular amount of promise. Like, most of the youth at the big league level isn't that good. Um, so that's a little bit troubling, you know. Um, but Ezekiel Tovar and Zach Bean are both going to play in the in the futures game. Bean's a good prospect. Tovar's uh, got a shot, I think, to be at the big league level by next year. Um, they'll have to eventually find some pitching. They'll be a perpetually under 500 team for what looks like the next five years to a decade. <laughs> mm-hmm. The cool thing is, though, a lot of places where the teams suck, it's a bad atmosphere, but at least people like to go yeah, and drink. Of course, it's great. It, I it think is that's absolutely cool. great. And yeah, like I, you know, fading them on the road is uh, is obviously wise. They don't score very much on the road either. Um, I don't think they'll, again, last night is, is Gomber and Keiko, which just, you know, screams over nine and a half and, the Rockies manage a grand total of four runs. I didn't bet that over, but yeah, um, it you know it's the kind of matchup you look at and say, wow, a couple of ERAs north of six, this thing's going to be hideous. But that's what the Rockies' offense is. It's just not very good. I told my trainer that was the worst bet that he could ever make, and he still made it, and he lost on the over last night. Yeah, don't you can't bet the over with the Rockies, yeah. even against Keuchel. You just can't do it. Yeah. And I and and listen, I want to bet the under tonight, but the damn uh, Rockies and Diamondbacks bullpens are so bad that it might squeak to that. So I'm not going to bother with it. They should they should trade Crone as soon as possible, and they were too late on Marquez because he's not as, as good this year. So well, they blew it again. Here's the thing: they're never going to trade pitching. They they just they'll they'll hang on to it like grim death because they can never find it. Um, I I think they should try to move Bard. Um, they should move Iglesias. You're right. They should move Crone. Um, but last year there was a bunch of other moves that they should have done and they didn't do anything. So I have no faith at all that this front office will actually be aggressive. Um, last thing for you, mm-hmm. Colorado to the big 12. So what you're feeling right now? I hope they go back there. Probably that that's, it's kind of makes the most sense unless the PAC 12 can cobble something together. Uh, to try to keep them. I know CU, they wanted to be in the Pac-12 back in the day. Like the, the the California ties, West Coast ties, alumni-based ties 
out there. Plus, you know, being one of the, uh, you know, a research university, there, there was a lot of ties to the Pac-12 institutions. Like the Pac-12 made a ton of sense for CU. It's just that it's not a, it's not a valuable league anymore. So in order to be able to pull down any kind of decent revenue out of your athletic department, like, yeah, if the Arizona schools in Utah and CU can kind of package deal it, um, and, and go to the Big 12, Oregon and Washington are an interesting wild card. Do they go to the Big 10? Or I think would be kind of crazy as if they went to the SEC, Ooh. which would be wild. Uh, no. But it could be the SEC's shot across the bow of just saying, hey, we can, we can go to the West Coast too. We don't give a crap about ge- geographic boundaries because geography doesn't mean anything um, in college athletics anymore. But yeah, I think CU to the Big 12 makes probably the most sense for them right now. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because their their athletic department has gone from at one point in time very desirable. I mean, we love the Denver market. That's why the conferences want them at this point. But their football team is insignificant, and the basketball team is mediocre. It's it's so, not a strong brand. That's no. you know they they have the market, but the brand stinks. You know, um, versus like 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 Utah, like Salt Lake is not not quite the tv market denver is but utah wins like you, you want utah involved in in what you do like they're they're committed to athletics at colorado athletics are just kind of met with a shrug they did they met with a shrug and it's just gone to it's gone to hell mm-hmm. the whole thing has gone to hell all right what do we got coming up on Kreckman and lindahl today yeah so um uh andy's on vacation so my guy spring who i know you uh you do a lot of hockey Love stuff him. with um springs in for uh for andy again hey yeah in the uh in the big chair we uh i I love love doing shows with him man he's just he's good he's well-rounded he you know he 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 speaks the sports betting language which i I love kind of scratching that itch a little bit in sports radio so that's really fun and daniel bard's supposed to be on the show today uh russell wilson is penning love letters to Sierra on Twitter. And then the Broncos official account is apparently retweeting them, uh, which that's, that, that's got a weird energy for the NFL. Uh, so we'll be talking about all of that. Plus the rocks and all the stuff, man, all the stuff Bet- between the pimples and the corniness, they better win some games or it's going to be very frustrating. <laughs> they should, they should win some games. They're just, man, like, I can't get over how freaking good the AFC is. I, you yeah. can – 12 or 13 teams, you can, like, make a case for could-be playoff teams. The AFC is just loaded. It's ridiculous. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. Speaking of uh, the NFL, I already gave you my best bets on the most regular season wins. I'm going to give you my best bets on the least regular season wins. Next, on the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. BetRivers is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, BetRivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com to sign up. Must be 21. Must be located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Thanks again to Nate Kreckman for hopping on the Denver CityCast. Remember, I'll be hosting today, 4 to 5 Mountain Time. One more time on Rush Hour. I do have a fill-in shift uh, next week around noon on the mothership on VEASAN. But uh, let's get into something here. I talked about who's going to have the most wins. 
who's going to have the most wins in 2022 in the NFL. Let's wrap it up with who's going to have the worst record in the NFL. Who's going to have the worst record in the National Football League? The least amount of wins. So did the most. Here's the odds just to read them off to begin. Texans plus 300. Falcons 4-1. to one, Jets and Seahawks plus 800. Panthers 10 to 1. Then you get the Bears at 12 to 1, Jags 12 to 1, and Lions 14 to 1. There could be some other teams that you like. Hit me up on Twitter at Holden Radio and let me know. Uh, we're going to begin with my favorite bet the Chicago Bears at plus 1,200. Their win total is 6.5, minus 120. And that is a bet that I already laid down. They lost Allen Robinson. They lost Khalil Mack. And. They, the problem is they've got a whole new staff. They just haven't developed a quarterback since World War II. I mean, Justin Fields completed 58.9% of his passes last year. He threw only seven touchdowns in 12 games. He had 10 picks, a pass rating of 73.2. I know there's a new staff in town here, but boy, uh, they just, I'm, I'm concerned about him going forward. His playmakers, David Montgomery, really good running back. Darnell Mooney, wide receiver on the rise. Cole Komet. League average tight end. They had not surrounded him with good talent. Cornerback's an issue. Uh, their best player is third-year pro Jalen Johnson, who allows passer ratings over 100 in both of his seasons. And the Bears actually had the worst defensive passer rating in the NFL last season. It's not going to get much better. So this is my favorite bet. I think the Bears are just god-awful this year. 3-4 win team, possibly. 12-1, to Absolutely. We'll move on to the favorite to have the least amount of wins. That's the Texans plus 300. I am not betting this. They were 4-13 and 13 last year. They have a win total of 4.5. But if I bet this at plus 300, I basically you know, can only place one more bet to make a profit at that point. Because um, if that 300 doesn't hit and what other bet you make doesn't hit, you, you lose the money. If the 300 does hit, but you make three bets, then you're not making any money. So... Yeah, they're a bad team. They made a change from David Culley to Levy Smith as head coach. Now, I don't like laying those futures at three and a half, but I do like their quarterback, Davis Mills. <clears throat> I actually think he's a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. He had a very good 68.8% completion percentage, 16 touchdowns to 10 picks. Really didn't have much to work with outside of Brandon, uh, uh, Brandon Cooks. They also have Nico Collins, who's an up-and-comer. Defensively, they got Derek Stingley Jr. to be their number one cornerback, but I'm not thrilled with their secondary overall. And they could absolutely have the worst record. I just don't want to bet it at 3-1. to one. They do get to play the Jags twice. That could help. And they do have to face the AFC West, too. Oof, that's not going to be good. Uh, you know what? The Jaguars have to face the AFC West, too, though. And they get to play the Texans a couple of times. Jaguars! The Jaguars, 12 to 1. Their win total is six and a half. So their GM, Trent Balky, they have to take a major step or he's out. Past five seasons as a GM. He was in San Francisco, then Jacksonville. They've all had losing records. Back to back number one picks. I get it. Last year was just a joke, though, and he had to deal with Shad Khan hiring Urban Meyer. Now you'd think they'd be better with Doug Peterson in town as their head coach. They also spent $60 million on receivers. I don't know why they spent $60 million on receivers for Trevor Lawrence when they are Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram. Kirk, who never really lived up to the promise in Arizona. Zay Jones, who's a nice special teams player. And Evan Ingram, who can't catch a football at tight end. Seriously. 
They upgraded their D-line and their linebackers in the offseason. But the problem with the Jags starts with that ownership. Shot Khan is clueless. It trickles down to the coaches and the players. And I'm concerned that they're going to ruin Trevor Lawrence. Now, there's a chance they are improved. But I'm still betting them to have the worst record for a third straight year. I'm going to bet this at plus 1,200. So, plus 1,200. Let's bet the Bears at that number and the Jaguars at that number. And there's one other team that I like a lot, and I'll get to them in a moment. A couple of teams that I am not going to bet. The Falcons at plus 400. Again, the value there, eh, they're going to be brutal. They're going to be brutal. Marcus Mariota's their starting quarterback. Their offensive and defensive lines are brutal. I mean, if you just said, hey, who's going to have the worst record in the year uh, in the league? I would say the Falcons. But again, plus 400, I'm making more than one bet here. And even, you know, if I make three bets, I can still get a win on plus 400. I want more than that, though. I, I'm a little greedy when it comes to futures. Uh, the Jets are another team. <clears throat> plus 800. Their win total is just six. I'm not a believer in Zach Wilson. I think their head coach, Robert Saleh, looked overmatched at times last season. They play in a tough division. They got Buffalo, New England, Miami. They're the fourth team there. Their quarterback, Zach Wilson, again, I'm not a fan. Nine touchdowns, 11 picks in 13 games last season. They did draft Brees Hall, though, to tandem with Michael Carter. So they got a good backfield. Um, they drafted Sauce Gardner, the cornerback, and Jermaine Johnson, the defensive end, to beef up a bad defense. And their D-line looks pretty talented. I like how they upgraded their secondary. Their defense should be better. They could flirt with seven wins. So maybe even eight wins. This is a pass for me. This is a pass for me. The Giants are going to be a pass for me, too. They've only been to the playoffs one time in the last 10 years. They're looking for their first playoff win since the 2012 Super Bowl. And they're not going to accomplish much this season. Why? Well, Daniel Jones. He has not proven that he's a capable NFL quarterback. Too many interceptions and fumbles. And he hasn't really improved there. Does he have the confidence to turn his career around? We're going to find out. Saquon Barkley can't stay healthy. They lost their best cornerback in James Bradbury. They made they just remade their offensive line, but it, to me, it's going to take a while to gel. 4-13 and 13 last year. Horrible team. New head coach Brian Dable. Bright future. Not much to work with. Despite all the bad things, though, about this team, I have a hard time seeing them win less than five games. You know, they won five. They won four last year. They can win five this year. Maybe they even eke out six. If they win four, then at plus 1600, it's like, wow. But they actually have some talent on this team. So I'm going to pass on the Giants, although it's mighty tasty. So who's my third bet with the Bears and the Jaguars? It's going to be the Seattle Seahawks at eight to one. Seattle Seahawks, eight to one, win total of just five and a half. They have a head coach in Pete Carroll that pissed Russell Wilson off so much, Russell Wilson wanted out. He runs an archaic offense, run first. And their QB, this is the worst part, it's either our buddy Drew Locke or Geno Smith. So they're basically wasting a season of DK Metcalf's prime and Tyler Lockett's career. They got two rookies starting on a subpar offensive line. They're moving to a 3-4 defense because they can't get pressure on a, in a 4-3. They couldn't get pressure. KJ Wright and Bobby Wagner, Wright gone last year, Bobby Wagner gone this year. They're not coming back. That linebacker core is horrible. They were 23rd in the league in 2021 with 34 sacks. 23rd in the league. And they face the AFC West. They got to face the Rams two times. It's my second favorite bet behind the Bears at plus 800. So here's the bet review. 
We're going to go with the Bears at 12 to 1, the Seahawks at 8 to 1, the Jaguars at 12 to 1. Those are my three futures on the least amount of wins, the worst record in the National Football League. All right, thanks a lot for checking out the show today. I appreciate that. Uh, if you want to go bet those bets at the counter or on your phone, by all means, go and do so. Um, if you don't, you want to bet the other way, that's great too. Or if you just want to be inactive, that's fine too. Um, thanks to Nate Kreckman for hopping on. I want to remind you one more time, four to five Mountain Time Friday today, I will be uh, hosting Rush Hour once again to talk to my buddy Greg Peterson, the MLB guy over at, uh, one of the MLB guys over at Vison Thor Nystrom. Uh, big name. He's one of the dudes that is going to try and explain this Pac-12, Big 12 mess to us. So that'll be there. Follow me on Twitter at Holden Radio. If you get a couple of minutes, uh, or maybe less than a minute, five-star review and something nice to be said about the podcast, I'd really appreciate that too. Thank you, Stephen Young, our producer. I'm Holden. I'll catch you uh, Monday again on the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers.